Hey, everybody, welcome in to The Wrap. It's Mac and Maz edition today on a Friday, going into a great sports weekend. We are here on NRM Streamcast. We're live and right in your laps there. If you got your phone, if you got your computer, if you got your smart TV, we're all there. And D-Mac in the house today. I am, I am. I, I'm all business, Tommy. I even wore my red glasses. So, I see that, uh, This man. is the old guy alert. And well, you can't, you can't read without him, right? I can't. No. And I, you, do you, Did I tell you the story behind that? No. So these are for all the kids at home. Yeah. Do not chirp anybody older than you that wears glasses. Uh-huh. Me at the Outdoor Winter Classic, uh, Comerica Park. I mm-hmm. walked in. Mr. Paul Coffey, Hall of Famer. How about that? Defenseman. Had these pop bottle glasses on, signing autographs. And I said, do you see much, old man? And he didn't even look up. He just, he just looked up with his eyes, kept his glasses down, and said, oh, don't worry, Junior, you'll be here one day. Less than a year later, I can't see my phone. So, Isn't that something? Thanks, Koff. Isn't that something? There Speaking of the Winter Classic, before we even go any further, Dallas and the Predators, that's your Winter Classic? At the, I do like, it's at the Cotton Bowl, which is outdoors, in Dallas. You know, I got to spread it around, bro. I know. I, the Predators and the Stars? Uh, you know what? There's no original six there, so. Um, I do know, like they, the they spread. Bowl. They got, and this week, don't they, they're playing over in Sweden and stuff yeah, like they're that. Every, they're they're everywhere. All over the, the world. Heritage and, Classics, they play them yeah. all over. But that's the game on uh, New Year's Day. The Predators and the Stars from the Cotton Bowl. If you remember the Cotton Bowl back in the day, that's where... The actual Cotton Bowl used to be. That's where Texas used to play their home games, and Texas, Oklahoma, all of that. They'd be all there, but then they moved to that you know nice stadium that uh, Mr. Jerry Jones built. But if you remember back in the day, Joe Montana, Whoa. sick as a dog, throwing up on the sidelines, brings Notre Dame that win at the Cotton Bowl years and years and years so ago. Legends are made of. Yep, Notre Dame. and I'll never forget that game. He had like 103 fever, and he was puking, and he couldn't be better than that day. And I digress. That's what the Cotton Bowl means to me. And uh, Ethan Perlman in the house with us as well, our stat man, our producer. What up, kid? Uh, not too much. Just, you know, ready to get this show on the road. All right. Let's I like do it, it too, Maz, because you know what a stats guy I am. And I walk in I know. and he hands me, like, not a <laughs> sheet. The packet. He hands me the packet. And the I packet. just was like, my heart just going, oh, I love this. The packet is scary sometimes. I love it. I love it. Hey, it's I want to lead with the, with some NFL. Obviously, it's NFL Friday. I know the Lions are playing. They're playing the Bears. A couple of teams that are struggling, to say the least. Bears can't score. But to bring up the Bears and uh, bring up the Lions. Quandre Diggs, supposedly Dave Burkett wrote this great uh, article today in the Free Press. Quandre Diggs said the Lions wanted to control voices in the locker room. That's why they traded me to Seattle. Not because I was playing a little underwhelming this year, but because maybe I was a little outspoken. He was a captain. He was very well respected. There were players that did not like when he got traded. Uh, Darius Slay being one of them. He spoke out. You know, it's a businessman. This is bull. They all spoke out. The fans spoke out. What do you think about a guy like this? Do you well, th- here's the bottom line, and this is what I've learned. And you know, there's one thing to be the company guy, or whatever. But when you're a captain, and when you read the article th- thoroughly through, where yeah. where Dig says a bunch of times he has no ill will towards anybody, and it was him being himself. And as a captain, he's a vocal guy, and because he's competitive, he doesn't hold his tongue. And a lot of times, you know. You want to look at this? I might relate it back. Um, 
and don't say it talent-wise right. compared to a Hall of Famer, but it's more like a Dino Cicerelli. Maybe him and Scotty didn't mesh because you know there was some combativeness there. When you're trying to culturalize, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do, but when Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia, we're going to take the Lions, for example, are trying to establish a culture, right? then they do it their way. And a lot of times it's, it has nothing to do with what we think is right or wrong. They, you know, you look at the quote is that, um, yeah, we're going to suffer now, but hopefully down the line it makes it makes sense. Now, for whatever reason, if it's because they got him out of there because they didn't like the way that maybe he would cause a dissension because he's telling his truth, yeah. right? But then that's the way it is. But the one thing Quandary Drake says is I'm going to be me and that's the way I am. You know, then he goes to Seattle. So, I mean, yeah. it's not, you know, it's it's one of those things that, A, um, we're, our, we're dealing with what we're dealing with here in Detroit. And the bottom line, all I want to do is talk about this. Just go get a win in Chicago. Right. You know what? We know Trubisky, you know, you hear everything about their coach, Nagy's quit on their quarterback, Trubisky, and the players don't well, like him. And he I don't blame him. No, but I... <laughs> I understand, yeah. but who cares? Go in there and get a win in Chicago, and then we can move on from there. So if you're going to establish culture, it doesn't matter if you get rid of the most popular guy, get rid of a captain, whatever else. It's that locker room, right? So it's that locker room, and, and sometimes in making changes, when the philosophy's not there in the long run, this might have caused a problem, um, and they make a decision. It was, and obviously... As it said, it wasn't due to performance. It no. was more of something bigger than that. And you got to understand when the powers that be control the the places and the, they're they've been hired. So that's Bob Quinn as GM, Matt Patricia as coach. Then they're going to do it their way. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's wrong. Doesn't mean we have to agree with it. But the fact is, is things like this explain as a, as a fan, and I'm not talking as a former athlete. I'm talking as a Detroit Lions fan, which like you rest, are, like the rest of you. Yeah. It doesn't matter how old we are, unless you're like really old, knew who Bobby Lane was Correct. around. Then <laughs> we're in the same spot. So give me transparency. Give me why you're doing it because it was going to be a problem. Then we move on. Okay, so it's about the locker room and it's about. Um, moving forward. What I hope in the future is you don't sign a guy for three years and make him a captain and then get rid of him because that's setting a bad precedence down the line. Hell yeah. But mistakes are made. You know, it's uh, one thing I like around here. You got the gong, gong it, admit you're wrong and, and move on. But that's where they're at. Like, let's not talk about how we got here. Let's go out and just get a W. It's it, the, the bottom line with every team around now. And the wings are different because I can say because Steve Eisman came out and 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 has been blatantly honest and say it's going to be a road. Now I didn't think the wings would suffer this much, but the culture's there, and these guys got to learn. You know, there's so much. What do you expect, Matt? If you're last in the league in allowing power play goals and you're last in the league in third period goals, you're, you're supposed you're to have two wins or three or four right, wins. Yeah. You're supposed to lose in the parity. So until we get so look for. Improvement in that aspect. We made a deal the other day. We made a deal the other day. Yeah, no, no, right. Robbie Fabry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, which, number one pick. 
Right, exactly, which we need uh, secondary scoring. And this guy can come in, and coming from St. Louis, he's got championship pedigree yeah. coming through what they battled through. So he's used to adversity. Um, a lot of times when you get these first-round draft choices, you know, Perlini's another one who I've, yeah. you know, he's he's a guy that has been effective. I like the way he plays up and down. So it, a lot of it's figuring it out, and I think that, because of the honesty and because of the direction and because of what Detroit, uh, the Red Wings, have been doing, if across the road or all the teams would show some sort of transparency and honesty of this is what it is, Dave Burkett, who's one of the greatest out there writing, yeah. mm-hmm. gives us this, and it's good to see. You know, it's 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 life. Just because you're great doesn't mean you're always going to fit into the plan at at this company or this company. Well, You've done Ray radio Shep- a long time. Look at Ray Shepard. Ray Shepard, 50, 50 goal. 50 goals scored. They trade him for Igor Lariano. Right. I mean, greatest trade ever. Isn't that something? You, you right tra- for what a 50 goal guy. guy. What do you mean you're trading him but for a 35-year-old guy? What does Scotty Bowman say? What's he quoted at? When when Jimmy D goes, Scotty, he's a 50, 50 goal scorer. Yeah, we've done it a bunch of times. Yeah. We still lost. We still lost. So, yeah. again, it's about culture. Now, if you want to flip it the switch... And talk about the Thursday night football game, and talk about the Oakland Raiders, yep, yep. and and John Gruden and that. And I I admit um, I'm a fan of John Gruden just because I like the the person, oh, the God. guy. And, How do you and, not like him? And here's the one thing that I realize and sort of can relate to: this is a guy that has stepped away and realized that maybe before, maybe ego, or maybe he needed to sit back and learn. And that's what he's learning. And one thing is, and you see that, um, uh, what do they call it, the the training camp thing, but the Gruden's quarter, the knock yeah. on wood, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. knock on wood, wood, and they all hot, right, yeah. And and but knock wood if you agree with me, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and they all and the thing is, but and I saw it last night because the one thing I I didn't really paying attention to the score, but I'm paying attention to every play. Like, guys, the the Oakland team is rallying around, whether it's, okay, come on, man, like uh, Ingold, their fullback, took yeah. a bad couple bad penalties, and then he scores a touchdown. Like, yep. he keep, makes a couple blocks, but they keep playing through yep. it. You make mistakes, you keep playing through it, but they are for each other. The one thing that Gruden has there is he has that locker room. So their culture's set. Now yeah. it's about filling in talent. Now it's about finding out what you have. Well, look what they did mm-hmm. with Antonio Brown. I mean, they, 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 it's not going to work out. All right. Well, yeah. it's we're going to have egg on our face. We traded some picks to get him. Well, well you look at Cleo Mack. Look at the Cleo yeah. and, 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 and that up. get beaten down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because what what do you give away? He gave. Uh, he got. They got a 2019 first round pick. Which, which they turned John, out at the Josh Jacobs. Which is, who is, uh, is one of the workhorse. He's you know, a stunt. And you knew he would be coming out of Alabama. And, his, they, and his, stories about this kid, mm-hmm. that he was homeless? Yeah, his story, and, and the one yeah. I love the best is Mike Mayock, who, again, was on TV, who's a GM. Yeah. John Gruden said, yeah, Mayock said he showed me four plays, and mostly of Jacobs blocking. Right, because that's the number one thing when you can protect your quarterback. And Mayock showed him four plays. He said, "We're taking this guy." Gruden said, "Yep," and it was a done <laughs> deal. But that's culture because they know what he wants. The Why the hell thing, didn't we take yeah. a guy like this? We take guys like Gary Johnson that were injured in high school. Okay, well let's go back. Let's yeah. go back to this, Maz. Let's break it down. 
Okay? Break it down. How, how much film has Mike Mayock and John Gruden a lot. have they talked and have they watched at ESPN because and and broke mm-hmm. down being analysts? Yeah. And do you think these conversations it goes back that I can't prove it, but I know Chris Draper and, and Steve Eisman rode the bike in the in the train or in the workout room before and after the games beside each other for twenty years. Do you think that maybe along the lines was, hey, if I'm GM one day, we're gonna work you, together. Whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. because it's the Minds that think alike. So Mayock and Gruden are on the same page. They know what they want. They know what they're building towards. Mm -hmm. And it goes to show you that they have a plan. Yeah. I think that here in Detroit, if we just throw it out and say, here's our plan and what we're going on. I mean, we've been... Be a Lions fan is so it's Patricia, we're all the same. Patricia and Quinn are on the same page. They're Patriots. But, I but, get but, it, but it doesn't work in Detroit. It's, we're it's talking we're talking yeah. about this earlier. You want to bring the Patriot way, the Boston way mm-hmm. into Detroit? No. I there's similarities in the cities. There's similarities in the people, but it's not the same. And when I say that so so Quinn and Patricia, God bless them, they've watched a gazillion more hours mm-hmm. of tape than anything, whatever, but they haven't watched the eclectic system of the whole league and the whole college and having Mel Kuyper yeah. and Todd McShay and and different like the the voices. Yeah. I, I see when I'm when I go into a, a big network or whatever, just the people that I see out that are around that you have a conversation, yeah. you pick mm-hmm. up so much stuff from. So I, you know what, I was skeptical last year, you know, when they deal Mac and stuff, but they have a plan in place. And I watched their team. They, to a man, like each other. Mm-hmm. And they're not afraid to commit. Like, the, like dude, how many times? Here's the one thing, right? If you watch that game, Phillip Rivers throws a pick, his second pick. It, it was going to negate. What would be a touchdown, but Crosby, their young guys, offside. Pre, yep. Pre-snap, you should never be offside. Pre-snap fouls drive me nuts. But what happens? San Diego scores, but they come back and they continue the resiliency. I'm sure the kid was told that don't make that mistake again and stuff, but they stayed and they fought, and they fought and they fought. And on the mm-hmm. other hand, you look over at the Chargers, Phillip Rivers is all destroyed. Everybody's yeah. this, everybody's that, and you can tell why that team... They more they more remind me of where the lines are than where yeah. Oakland is. No so doubt. we can get when we see that love of and we're looking at that for all our teams. We're mm-hmm. looking at that. You see it in flashes with the wings, but you don't see it sixty minutes. Yep. Now I know from being in the room, they like each other and stuff, but there's still it, there's still this. They're playing like guarded, so they yeah. gotta get out there and mm-hmm. be able to freewheel and do the little things. And, and it helps when you, you have a team that you can rely on one another. Like, for example, that fourth quarter, uh, last minute, I believe, fourth and ten, the Chargers get that pass interference call for yeah. them. I thought that was going to be good for them, but it well, turned out they didn't do anything I didn't think that. that was pass interference to begin with. But yeah, but what is pass interference? Well, very true. It's isn't? also what Please. is a catch. But then you, you jump the next few plays, and, you know, they shook it off. They shook off that bad penalty, and... Four plays later, yeah, you stop and, and here's the difference, right? And I'll tell you, here's off. the difference as you see passes. growth, right? Mm-hmm. So, so younger teams, as they're learning, will make the fourth down pass interference play. They'll make the offside play. They'll do it, but they still fight, and they realize. So they're going to go next time. 
but we can make it so much easier on ourselves if we don't give up that fourth and ten. And yeah. when you see the progression that they're not giving up those penalties, then you see it working. And then mm-hmm. and in the meantime, they don't stop fighting and they can still win. It's not over. In the past, sometimes when that stuff happens, you see the the, the other team when they're not yeah. in it together and turn to the left, turn to the right, and and do anything for that guy, no matter who he is, then then that's when you see the big momentum and, and guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and the best in the business, Ugh. they capitalize because mm-hmm. they don't miss when when it's crunch time. Yeah, or, you, when it's a younger team, you can't afford to make a bad play and then hang your head. you got to make that bad play, rely on your team. You yell at them later. you got to yeah. get, okay, guys, you know, you got to stay on them because it's easy as a younger team, mm-hmm. and especially younger guys, to, to get up and down. So it's all about balance. Yeah. Raiders beat the Chargers last night. If you missed it, 26-24, they actually had a – Phenomenal uh, last two-minute drive, and they gave scored what about uh, about forty seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. Gave the ball to San Diego. Gave the ball to L.A. Now I keep calling them God, San Diego. Don't worry, uh, and the Chargers. Uh, Howie Long did that about twenty-eight times. I know, but you know what? I don't care. To me, they're the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, I'm not cheering. And for I, I got to say that John Gruden, at the end of a game, this is an NFL head coach. You know, coaches don't say anything. They're nothing. They get you get nothing from them. you get nothing from Belichick you get nothing from Patricia you get nothing from Adam Gates is an idiot but to my look p- at John Gruden to my point <laughs> do you see what that guy's doing yeah. to after my every, point after every win he's going into the black hole high fiving hugging he's got pain on his face from these hugging these these wackos out there I mean <laughs> they love him he loves them how the hell. Is this team leaving Oakland, first I, of all? How I, the hell are I, they leaving Oakland? You know what? I get it. I get it because what John Gruden realizes is what I realize. The power, his power is the people. And it's mm-hmm. the connection. And it's the appreciation because you see that and it's not fake. No. It is real. But yeah. he's been able, this is the difference. He's been able to step away from something that he loves more than anything. Yeah. Right? And had to take a step back and had to do a really, really big self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. And coming from that, and he did. And find out what the love of the game was and and he realized it was his players and it was the P- and it was what he can get out of everybody else when i hear Derek Carr says that John Gruden tells me he loves me more than any other person uh-huh. on earth even his wife cuz that's who he is uh-huh. and i see I love because right i love Gruden too because he's genuine i think before a lot of times with the chucky thing and we think yeah. it was a little bit of an act it's not an it's act not. Mm-hmm. it's i i get him because he's 100% genuine. It's just like me. I'm 100% what, you see what, what I am. You what you see is what you get. <laughs> Mohawk and, included. Absolutely. That's absolutely. That's a, that, that goes to sponsorship. Miracle flow, baby. Um, but but that's what it is. Because And you buy into that. And it's sad that about they're, they're leaving. But it's, again, it's this, oh, the yeah. old adage of it's like Joe Lewis and LCA. But he's going to bring so many people and make it so much better. But... Finally, that Raider pride. You know, the Raiders used to just be thugs or thought of as thugs and yeah. stuff like that. But there's there's such a pride there, and What's you the see. What's the back it. of my jersey say? Commitment to excellence. Mm-hmm. That was Al Davis. Yeah, that's all he said. Just win, baby. Just win. Baby. Commitment to excellence. The Raiders, sixty years in business. The silver. So you and black. gotta be happy. I'm gonna say a shout out to my boy Tim Harris because he's the biggest. Uh, I love. He's these. the biggest Raider when fan. When they're winning. They're like the Yankees winning in, in Major League Baseball. It's good when the Raiders are winning in the NFL. Yeah. It's good to have them back. Mm-hmm. 
in well, a playoff and, hunt. And you look at, and let's see, we're going to talk about expansion because they're going to Vegas. Yeah. You look at the Vegas Golden Knights and the way that that town's embraced that. It's going to be huge. And it'll be know great that. for you. You know what, Maz? And I, I guarantee when you want, when we're going to go out there and watch uh, Las Vegas Raiders game yeah. or whatever like that, I'm going like to have more fun in Vegas than I would in Oakland. I know. <laughs> but you know what? I, there's not many home <laughs> games left in Oakland, right? Find out how many more home games. Uh, you know, I, I just might that. take a trip out there this year. You should. Before, probably, before the month, well, before the year's over. There's probably, I would say, maybe three, 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 three home maybe games. Four, but they were away for a long time. I got my buddy John Lund. Remember John Lund? He used to work with me at 105.1. Yeah. I mean, at, uh, at 1270, he worked with me. What's a spin dog? Spin dog says, hey, yeah, by I the love way. it. How's the, he's out there? He's he doing should great. be out there whacking some deer right now. You know where he is right now? Where? He is in Wisconsin with his son Rocco. They're going to Whiskey and uh, Iowa tomorrow. Oh, wow. And, you know, Rocco is one of the top recruits Absolutely. in the country. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Wisconsin's giving them the pony, sh- the dog and pony nice. show this weekend. So that's where they are. Well, this enjoy. Weekend. I know that. That's hey, there's going to be good tailgating going on around I know. There. I mean, that, that's a pretty good sell. I mean, it'd be fun to play in Wisconsin. It'd oh, be fun to play especially, yeah? especially if you're, you know, part uh, O line or D line. Absolutely. And, and, that's what he's going to be. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah, they 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 build they build uh, what they used to call the Redskins the Hogs. They build Hogs up there. That's right, <laughs> the Hogs. What do you got for me, kids? So the uh, Raiders have three more home games uh, next week against the Bengals. Can't make that. And then uh, December eighth and fifteenth. Uh, the eighth is against the Titans. The fifteenth against the Jaguars. So the Jaguars are the last. Ooh, Nicky home Knowles game. too. Last get home Saint game. Nick in there. Back in, I would have right. uh, Nikki Foles. Mm-hmm. I li- I, although I love that, love uh, the stash, Gardner, love Martin, Minshew. love the love the stash, love, love Gardner Minshew. Hey, Lions and Bears tomorrow uh, on Sunday. Lions three, four, and one. Bears three and five. So this is the battle for third place uh, in the in the central. Well, in the north now. Yeah. Chicago leads the all time series, ninety nine seventy four and five. They come here for Thanksgiving Day, so it's almost like a home and home. Coming up here in the next few weeks. Yeah. So and think about it. You just gotta you gotta get go two out, find a way to get a win, mm-hmm. and then come back and 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 you can't look forward. You can't look beyond. You just gotta get it done. And and yeah, I'm. It's 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 frustrating, um, as uh, for all of us. And it's just because of. I think when you have expectations, you know, like we were going in. Oh, our D is gonna be good, and right. we're gonna do this. But uh, you know, it's it's they it's, can't get off the field. But that and that's what hurts them coming late in the game. It's yeah. look, I mean, look how much how long they are on the field. So I'll be watching. But I know I just Matthew win. Stafford probably just having win. one of his one of his top years. He's the MVP candidate right now, Matthew Stafford. No, he's, he, uh, he's uh, playing nine, out of nineteen his mind. touchdowns, five picks. He's always been a he's a true. And a few pro. of those picks were just I, like last minute uh, heaves. So I, I would I would say he's got three three picks at the most. No, I know, and and, and, and but again, it's. Uh, it's one of those things that it, it proves it's, and we know here in Detroit, it's more of a, it's such a team game. So, um, at three, four, and one, you got to win games. Last night you were at Ford Field, weren't you? I was. The Hope Network last night. Uh, Great event, uh, hosted by uh, WDIV uh, uh, newscast and reporter Priya Mann. Nice. Um, they oh, yeah, all, that was a nice picture of you, her, and Herman, and Herman Moore. Moore. Yeah, exactly. Did you just get Herman Moore in that picture just so you could, you know? Absolutely, man. Be... You taught me that one back yeah. in the day. Gra- grab the grab another pro, and then you can get any pictures <laughs> with any pretty women you want. The H man. Uh, yeah, a lot of guys. Uh, obviously, Eddie Murray. Um, 
Jason Hansen uh, there, big Lomas Brown. And, Low down. Now, you um, met somebody last night. That I was did. a former Lion defensive back, former I, Notre Damer. He was a number one draft pick I back did. in 78. I did. Luther Bradley. Luther Bradley. And uh, it was funny because was, I was talking to Ali Haji Sheik and Jason Hansen. Ali Haji Sheik was yeah, there? Ali Haji Sheik was there. You know what we used to call him in, in New York? What? Ali Haji Shank. Oh yeah, but I hey, I learned a lot last night. Talking. He was a great rookie. Listen, then he went whoop. No, right no, down no. And you know why? Piece. You want to know why? Why? Because and, and I'll tell you this. We loved him as a Listen, rookie. Listen, I'll tell you why. It's because and a lot of things goes to. I asked him about Vinatieri, and I asked him, you see that laces out and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before and in, in Washington, he told me his the the one year. So during training camp, he's got his his snapper and his and his holder, and okay. they're going through and they're doing it. Yeah. They're the last cuts before they cut both of them. The last oh. cuts before the season. So he's got a guy that's starting the season hiking that's never snapped the ball, a holder that's never snapped it. He said he didn't know. He said oh. it was six for sixteen at the beginning because yeah. you never knew where the ball was going to get placed. Because I asked mm-hmm. a lot of the questions about a kicker. You was know, that, the Gi- that wasn't with the Giants at that no, point. No, that was with, that was with the Redskins. Redskins. Yeah. But but a lot of it has to do with, with, I with when I got two kickers say to each other, I wonder if the snapper and his Vinatieri's team has changed. Because that makes so much sense. You yeah, know, then yeah. you think a guy Plus here, guy's Don 40, Wheelbach, He's like right? 44 years old, too. But but what I'm saying, it's a t- it's not the kicker. It's the, it's the three-man unit. Course, and they yeah. made it. But... I know you know that. People out there don't understand how... Why are you yelling at me, Dad? Because it's for them. Because you do. I'm not. Because it's it's I understand. It's more to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like anything else. When a kick, when you don't know who the kicker, the holder, the stopper is, then they're yeah. doing their job. Oh my God! So finish your story on. Uh, oh, anyway, so field before I interrupt. So his you. wife's beautiful wife Sylvia comes over and has introduced herself, and uh, so I find out that uh, Mr. Bradley uh, understands who I am and. Pretty much went around the whole room and said he could kick everybody's ass, except I would kick everybody's ass in there yeah, twice. You, and, isn't that something? So she had to come meet you, huh? It was uh, it was a great conversation, and uh, I think you know the, the bottom line for the Hope Network, who helps uh, not only autistic but uh, you know uh, addiction. Jim and Price was there. He was Jim, Jim Price and his wife Lisa were honored for Jack's, uh, place. For Jack's place and Ken Daniels for Ken the Daniels, Jamie for Daniels, Daniels Foundation. Um, well earned. So uh, what a great night! Oh, always great to be able to to see people, uh, you know, trying to make a difference and help uh, other people. That's great. How was the food, by the way? Food was great. We had uh, steak and salmon and nice. uh, unbelievable dessert. When you're walking around with like shrimp cocktails. Oh yeah, like yeah, oh, and then uh, and then like the goat cheese stuff and <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't like goat cheese. No, you can have the goat cheese. Okay, well I did. No a goat cheese for me. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah. So that was great stuff for you. And you got something coming up uh, before we get into the hockey. But you got something coming up tomorrow in my neck of the woods. Oh, at gosh. Civic Arena. Yeah, it's time. It's alumni hockey alumni season hockey. time. This and this team stalls. Yeah, this game's really big because uh, stalls uh, custom printing. So Dan Stall and. Paul and questions and all the fellows over there. Who, they did all right for themselves, those guys. They did. They, I mean, and they, didn't they come up with the whole system for the NFL draft? They, they, they're there. They're there, right? They're, 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 Scotty, they're the ones. Scotty that, questions. They make there. those. They make those jerseys right. You know, like the right number down. one draft pick. Yeah. Boom, he, boom. This is a this is a little company that was in St. Clair Shores. <laughs> it was a little company. Yeah, now it's worldwide. Isn't and, that something? And you know they do an unbelievable job. And um, what I love is uh, they custom. So so they're involved with with. Me and uh, we're like family and stuff. So we're gonna that get doesn't jerseys, mean yeah. no we're getting jerseys. 
Yeah, we'll get yours. Okay, Absolutely. <laughs> all right. uh, that, that'll be about. done. I know you do. All right. But uh, tomorrow, so it's for the military and for the for the military dogs. Medical and, service yeah, dogs. Medical service dogs and stuff like that, and it'll be a great game. I know Dino. Uh, it's noontime tomorrow at, in St. Clair Shores at Civic Arena, uh, and 10 bucks to get in, and the proceeds benefiting Guardian Angels, which has got the medical service dogs. They pair them with Michigan Vets. And that's wonderful. People love the dogs. People love oh, the vets. Well, I mean, it, you can't it, lose. No, it, who's playing can't. with you tomorrow? I think uh, Dino will be there. Uh, Mickey, Mickey, uh, Murph, Joey. Oh man, that's enough. Eddie you Mio. said Mick. That's enough. That's it. That's it. As long as Mick's the there. Um, exactly. And then uh, if anybody's up in the uh, area of uh, Remus um, tomorrow night, I'll be doing my comedy. Darren McCarty slaps a Where's it going to be? Remus. Where the hell's Remus? Uh, it's up near up up in the middle of the state near Claire, like half hour or something. I don't nice. know. So what's what's your uh, deal for tomorrow? What are you, are you gonna? Is someone opening for you? Do you? Open? I always know. I, so I've been doing this slaps at comedy tour yeah. for almost for a year and a half now and stuff. And when you realize, listen, I, I've realized I'm not sense enough to be a comic, so don't call me that. I'm an entertainer. Yeah. So I will entertain you, but I bring comics tomorrow night. I got Cam Rowe. Whose dad used to play UCLA, uh, and uh, and he's a big, he, hilarious. So I bring comics around the road, and then I go around and tell some stories, tell some jokes, and tell us, you know, show everybody why we're connected, and and you know, it's it's a great time. It's like I said, I I figured out I'm a battery. The people are my power. I go out there and I am blown away by the connection that we've made. Good, bad, or hey, do you know it'll come from terminally ill people that are yeah. at the show and don't know if I'll see them again, and we'll be able to bring them on stage and and have that. The best part, Maz, is I'll stay after to meet everybody, pictures, autographs, stuff like that. But it's the connection because that's when I see how we're connected, and I encourage people that if you ever see me around, if you have a picture of me. With you when you're younger, bring it so we can take a new picture to upgrade it. Mm-hmm. I always I love it. that. And yeah. the best story, the best, one of the best stories is is I'm doing a show in Lansing, and there's four brothers, and they got to be like in their 30s and whatever else. Anyways, they come and there's a picture of four of them at the glass at the Joe. 20 some years late uh, earlier right all four of them so we got a picture with all four brothers sweet. with them 20 some years earlier that's where you got your idea that's a good one yeah so it's uh it's uh it's something that it's all about connection and a couple like, weeks you're like, gonna, yeah. a couple weeks you're gonna be at emu yeah ken yeah. jong yeah gonna be hosting oh, how uh, about that huh ken jong yeah. from mass singer uh mm-hmm. hangover um, just anywhere anywhere he's yeah. a stud he's coming in to do comedy and dr uh, ken and uh, we'll have to. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, host them around. I guess you could say. That's phenomenal. Darren yeah. McCarty with us today on the wrap. Tom Mazzaway, Ethan Perlman, and RM Streamcast. Want to thank my good buddy, Mr. Matt. He's been serving Metro Detroit's floor mat needs for over 50 years. Let your business slip and fall into savings with them before winter hits. It's here already, folks. They also offer logo mats, office and restroom cleaning, restroom supplies, mops, towels, whatever your business can use. It's Mr. Matt. Call him at 800-344-0095 or email my buddy Joe at joe at mrmattrental.com. That's joe at mrmattrental.com. And uh, I'm trying to get, he's going to get me uh, a shirt for Drew. You know those, uh, those uh, like the, the shirts that the guys wear when they clean, taking the rugs out and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It looks like, yeah. The, uh, like the mechanics. Yeah, I love those. I'm going to yep. get one for Drew, you know, with his name on it. That's and all, perfect. For Mr. Matt, it's, uh, it's a good gig. And Joey's a great guy. So uh, 
if you can, pay him a visit. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Red Wings, and the reason I bring them up, and I know this this particular Red Wing team, we've talked about it, they've lost 9 of 10. They're like a lost sheep right now. They played the a Bruins tonight, original 6. Uh, it should be a pretty good game anyway at Little Caesars Arena. If you haven't gone, look, the place isn't sold out right now, but if you go there, you can take your family and you know you could save a few dollars by getting in there just... It's not jammed like the old Joe was. Mm-hmm. But you can get there and, and you can see the game and maybe grow up with this team like people grew up with with your guys. Well, then now's the time. You yeah, know, and that's I, what I mean, I, I do a lot of stuff with the the season tickets and and just and it's about culture. So now. Yeah. You remember back in the Joe, and and I I know because I grew up around here, and and as in the early '90s things were getting big, and and I know corporate and stuff, but the Joe being sold out, how hard when we got to those championship runs and stuff to get tickets oh, to God, get in the yeah. building. Mm-hmm. So now's the time. If I tell everybody, if you have any inkling that you're gonna care in a few years, at yep. least make it down because yeah. now it's affordable. Now, too, you can. It's gonna take you three or four times to, see to invest, like to <laughs> to really see this place. This yeah, this thing is it's huge. It's it's it won the 2018 Best know, arena. arena in the yeah. world for a reason. Yeah, it's got everything it wants. It took me four or five times to figure out how to get around. And we laugh, but we always say, "Yo, look at all these empty seats." But the people are milling around in the yeah, a lot of it too. Hall. So, so you're gonna have to. So, so the one thing is, is that it's okay that it's that way now, as the team is growing. learning, as yeah. it's growing. So, yeah. but but we have to be due diligent in our part and figure out how we're gonna change that place into the Joe, which yeah. means the atmosphere, because that. Back in the day, it was something. It, playoff time. I mean, it Holy was bro. home ice advantage. So, um, if you're not doing anything tonight, uh, you know, Boston Bruins seven thirty. I'll be down there. Original yep. six. Original six. I would be there, but I'm going to go to the mm-hmm. Lakeview uh, playoff game. Lakeview Ooh. Huskies. Wow. Trying to win. They're beating. Uh, who are they playing today? Port Huron. They're playing. It's another okay. home game. It's the winningest. Lakeshore Lakeview team in history. Wow. So they've won eight games. They're going for their ninth win tonight and. In the playoffs, so shout out to the Huskies and go Huskies for them. Got to go there. Got to watch my girls. You know, yeah. keep my eye on my, on my kids <laughs> in the audience. Otherwise, I'd be there for sure. Tonight. I know you're, I, I, Maz. Right. You, you got those little lemon drops. They're I all do. Grown up. They're all, those little <laughs> lemon drops are all grown up. They're bro. everywhere too. In that audience, now? they're not lemon drops anywhere. Now they're thunder, thunder. thunder. Oh, <laughs> they got like the, it's the lightning. You know, the lightning yeah. jerseys. That's their yeah. like kind of that's their softball look. Now they got the lightning, the lightning, and the thunder. But, the lightning bolts the going. If you are thinking of going to the game tonight, uh, tickets on Vivid Seats are going anywhere from 39 to 60 in the lower bowl. Not bad. So $39 for a lower lower bowl uh, ticket is a great price. Hell yeah. On a Friday night? Absolutely. You know what I caught the other night? and I caught it by accident. I was watching uh, NBC Sportsnet. The Russian Five came on. You didn't catch it by accident. All right. You better have <laughs> caught that on purpose. But caught it on purpose. But you know, you know, it had commercials in it, so it was a two-hour broadcast. But it was eleven o'clock at night. I'm, I'm really, I was exhausted. I was, my, I couldn't keep my eyes open. So I would sleep on the commercial breaks and wake up. I, I love this. You're so thing. talented. This thing was. You're so talented. This thing, Keith gave did a phenomenal job with the book. First of all, what a great story. And you know what? I was lucky enough to be part of that in my own way, in my media way. I was able to 
follow you guys and travel with the. Not so, so you, you tell me it was from, phenomenal. from your perspective, yeah. because I say it all the time that yeah. they hit it a hundred percent. Not oh. only, not only our relationship with each other, but the throughout it, would you say like like yeah. it, it? They Josh Real as a director nailed a hundred percent. The love yeah. and the care and why. And the thing is, the biggest thing about it, it's this movie will be bigger as time goes on because uh, of the historical piece of the wall falling, communism, yep. different things like that. And um, how we were the first, you know, Detroit was the first team to go in there, espionage-wise, and pick these players out, Sergei Fedorov being the first one. And all the dominoes fell after that. It was, and they sent Keith Gave over there. I mean, just because he could speak a little Russian. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's awesome. It's a, we, and I learned things the first time. I've seen it a million times, and I watched the other yeah. night, and and I got you know what the thing is, Mass. They beeped out about thirty-seven fucks that I said. My I bet. Things, I bet. Know? Like there's a oh, one I where I was watching, and it said, uh, I was saying. Uh, Colorado won. They got it, and it's ours. No, and I tweeted out. I said, "There's about eight fucks in the middle of that one," <laughs> <laughs> and they were sons of bitches. Uh, but what, what a, but what they a made rivalry! Us, they, what but a they made, rivalry! They made us as good as we made them, and at the end of the day, we got three, and they got two, so we won. Yeah, you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks. And then they uh, had, and to, I had to get another one just to make sure. You did, and then they snuck one in against. The, they should never have beaten the Devils, uh, but the Devils let them have that one. Well, I was a Ray Bork, right? They were all feeling I know, nostalgic. But the devil should have closed it in six instead of letting it go it. to seven. I understand. And how pissed I was. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That, I have no need for New Jersey, so. Sorry, That's you. Man. That's you, bro. You're, you're all right with that? But without them, I wouldn't have Hey, if I didn't lose a jersey in 95, there's no way I'd have four Stanley Cups right now. You believe that? Who cares? I got four. I know. That's true. <laughs> you got too many cups in the here. fact, I just had to drop. I had four. Uh, <laughs> hey, what'd you guys think of Scotty Stevens back then? <clears throat> oh, the hit on Kozlov. Did he? Did that change the whole? Look? Oh, I think Keith Gabe said it was the epitome of the series. You know, like was I saw that. We, that, that, we I, didn't. We didn't. When you play East and West, and and because of the lockout him. and stuff, you didn't realize. And and that was a man's game back then. Him, oh. Danico, just oh Dano, but, I, Dano. but Scott Stevens, you knew it. I said it. I said that Eric Lindros, you know, one of these times, you grow up as big as you are, skating with your head down. He's going to run into a man one day, and he ran into Scott Stevens, yep, and he wrecked him. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No, he was. You knew what you had to had to get. I'm sorry about that, man. That's okay, but like I said, made me better. I learned from from my mistakes. Drapes and I in the net, looking down to Jersey, saying we can never let this happen again. So we did. So what did Scotty say during that that series? Uh, was he pissed? Yeah, yeah. I, I, like yeah game he was one, pissed. I think he was, pi- he was pissed. He, <coughs> Excuse me. He had his scapegoats. They were already in place. They were. He knew, huh? Jersey gave Niedermeyer the stick back. That was... Yeah. Wasn't that that's, uh, you know, I didn't see it like he gave it to him, but that's what Scotty said, and Scotty says he's the boss. That goes. <laughs> Whatever. Up, chopping on that ice, baby. That, that, you know when he chopped on that ice is when... That, <laughs> like that's, the way he his neck. But that's, that's when he's just telling me, hey, you know what? I'm brilliant. You're not. <laughs> he is something, man. Dude, we, I, we called him... I tell everybody, we called him Rain Man. I know. Not to his face. No. <laughs> of course, we're not that stupid. <laughs> Can we have him on a show one day, you think? Think he'd come on? I think that if he was in town, he'd probably love to come on. Yeah. We'll work on it. All right. Okay. Love that guy. Oh, he's the best. Dude, I told you. My, uh, 
my Hall of Fame moments, you know, he's the, his one of them is after he retired, and I'm sitting there eating shrimp cocktail at Mr. and Mrs. Illich's house, and he comes up to me and says, hey, Mac, I wanted to tell you the, something that uh, I didn't tell my players how much I appreciate him. I'm like, oh, thanks, Scotty. You know, you brought me. And he's like, shut up. I'm like, all right. He's like, you're my second favorite right winger ever to play for me next to Guy Lafleur. I hope you're not mad. And then in his own way, he screwed you off. Away. Yeah. I'm good with it, Miles. That's me. I got that going for me. The flower, D Mac. You know, because he's won as much as I did, so I can oh, handle yeah. that. No, they were they were a flirt. They were unbelievable until they met my Islanders, and then the Islanders grew up against them. But it, but the same thing happened to your Islanders with Edmonton. I know there was a pack but they beat them once. Down. They beat them once, and they passed the torch the next year. Now, did you hear the story when the Islanders beat them? For the first time and the only time they beat him because Edmonton took it yeah, after that. All the all the guys are in the dressing room all beat the dress, this crap. Yeah, just beating. I mean, and, they, they got ice packs and them are walking by going, what the oh, hell? We'll get them. They just won the Stanley Cup, they said. Yeah. I mean, they just won the Stanley Cup. four of four, so. That was amazing. What a great run. And that's why I, hey, I fell in love. I fell in love with I'm hockey. Glad, I'm then. glad you got to experience that. Tom oh, my God. That you was so some, great. So, you know what? You I hated be, the Rangers. The Rangers shook me up. You could be... A, a real key point to this new Red Wing regime coming forth, so I, I don't have to do my job to make sure you're back in the mix. That would be awesome. Because it's a Mads mm-hmm. effect. It's always a Mads effect. That would be awesome. I don't know which way it is. You know, I've got the PR guys. Got Mike Kuda got some FaceTime in there. Kuda, yeah. John Hahn. Well, where, and, where was, where and, was and, Hahn? And here's the thing, right? Mr. Hahn. Let's take it back to the movie, and, and the one thing is that you appreciate it is you bring up Kuda because it was uh, Mike Kuda. Uh, was our um, PR, PR guy, but yeah. when the hospital. So when yeah. the doctor's talking about... And, and I'll tell you this about Steve Eisman. When people ask me, this is not anything he ever did on the ice or as a captain or anything for me personally. It was the way he handled that press conference for the team and for everybody and stood in front and faced it. Then was the most proud I've ever been of the person, the man. And you know that... I would take as much abuse from him the rest of my life because that's the type of person he is. And then that goes back to it. That's the care. And that's what you have. And at the end of the day, when we're concerned, especially with the wings about where they're at, wins and losses, just remember that. that the, 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 the culture's right because it's everything that we're about here. So we'll get mm-hmm. there. And we'll get there and we'll talk it through and we'll be honest the whole way. Like I said, like play a 60-minute game, guys. I mean, like, friggin' third period, you act like you're, like, 12 years old. Well, they're out of gas, play. it looks like. It looks something. Yeah. It, lo- it looks something. Now, so, is, that, is uh, Blasio going to fall for this? I don't think he should. No, I, I, I don't either. I, That's why I no, said, is he going to fall? No, I don't think so, and I think when Stevie... Someone uh, takes the fall, usually. When, no, but here's the thing. But you don't take a fall when you're building, and you can't change that stuff up, especially when you're building it. He's the right guy. These guys, it, it it's who's going to take a fall is they'll mix pieces in. I think Stevie said it well when he saw Jeff Blasio coaching these kids in the minors five years ago and whatever. They play for him. They respect him. You know, there's conversation there. Yeah, there might be tweaks, but I think it's more of a roster. And you look at how young and inexperienced most of the roster is. Or, you know, there's compared to other teams. And who are your comparables? So, you know, you break down lineups, right? Go with Boston tonight. You know what? Their first line with uh, Marshawn well, and Well, they could have won a couple winners last year. Right, exactly. Yeah. But but we match up. That's going to be a 1-1. But look at what they come insulated with. Yeah. We don't have that yet. We don't have so. Chara. <laughs> but that they, which is a big thing. We don't have a lot of things. So when you look towards what are people successful these days with, and then you, you say, well, who's that compared to us? And that's the easy way to sort of see where you're at. So you still think uh, 
Blaschel's got the locker room. Yeah, I don't think it's a part of the locker room. It's it's all about execution, X and O's, putting the guys players in the right. But mm-hmm. but it might be who's with who, and and you might not have the right chemistry because they can all play. It's just that what you're trying to accomplish, and that's what they're trying to find out. And guy, hey, perfect. It's November. Hey, before 2019. <laughs> so before I bring it back to the Lions and that whole locker room, I want to tell you about the Michigan Sneaker Exchange. Our good friends Juan Neal, Jake Schreier, and Julian Evans Means of Labels and Logos. It's a show right here on NRM and Loose Cannon Flagship. They're going to be hosting the Michigan Sneaker Exchange at Kobo, which is now TCF Center, December 7th. Vendors from around the state will be in attendance, swapping sneakers, showing off the latest trends in fashion. Darren's going to have his sneakers there, his skates. December 7th, 12 to 6. That's noon to 6 p.m. 20 bucks at the door or online at Kobo or the TCF Center. For tickets and tables, visit michigansneakerexchange.com. Exchanges with an X. What's the most expensive pair of sneakers or shoes you got that you've ever bought? Oh, that I've ever bought? Yeah. Who was the clothes? Like three hundred dollar pair of dress shoes, probably, right. which isn't. But not sneakers. I'm not a sneaker guy, man. You know, uh, my boy Big Boogie's a sneaker. Uh, not really many guys on the team back in the day. Who Dude, was the biggest sneaker? Who was the clothes horse? The biggest sneaker freaking jersey guy I know is Evan Jenkins. So yeah, I EJ. mean, uh, Bam Bam, he uh, he's got it all locked down. Um, I used to like the, you know, I go with the Bobby Higginson collection, the old velvet, the velvet uh, sweatsuits <laughs> with nice. the matching Adidas shoes that. and stuff. I always like to, I always like that. That's what Kramer wear. I mean, uh, George George Costanza loved the velvet. He said, "Dress me in velvet, man." I love it. Of course, my little Seinfeldism. So going back, Red Wings locker versus Lions locker right now. So you're telling me that Blashill's got it. He's not going to take the fall. There's Matt Patricia. And Bob Quinn I, there's more of a have question. it. No, there's Did more they a, take the fall? There's more of a question mark there. Yeah. And there's more of, well, you know what? Don't compare the way the Red Wings are run with the way that the Lions are run. That is just absolutely mm-hmm. a travesty and unfair sorry. to begin with. Because I can't, I've never been in that organization. They do things obviously differently there. And, and it, to me, it seems like their attitude is if it's not working, get somebody else in. So I would say that... A hundred percent more that they're probably on the hot seat in that organization mm-hmm. where it would be more players moving in and out of the lineup than it is the coaching staff and, and things like that with the wings. So and that's because why? Because the guys here for the Red Wings that are in charge and the history have earned it. Right. And mm-hmm. have showed it and have proven it, right? That's and and if you're gonna look you know, we haven't even talked baseball, but mm-hmm. but if you're going to look at culturally where something needs to change, now you're going to ask there. Ask there, I would say in the Tigers organization, a management change because there's nothing coming no. this way. So I would say that too. But you, the Red Wings are in a special category because Steve Eiserman is there now, because there's 11 guys that I've either played with or played against mm-hmm. that are in the organization, that it's the trust there. So across the road, the, the one thing Stevie said about Blaschel is because you, you, when you change coaches, then you change the message, yeah. and he's got a constant message. So whether it's taken four, five, six years to kick it in, as long as it kicks in, I think that's what Stevie sees. I think that's what I see. You know, the progress of it across the road, they, they don't allow that to happen. You know, 
I mean, you look at things we're talking about digs earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't, you know, there there would be a if that guy is as valuable and you need that voice, you're gonna find a way to insulate him in the locker room, yeah. or so he understands how important he is. So to me, that says there's more of a discord in the Lions organization between players and than management than there is in the Red Wings. Well, and that's the issue I think with the Lions is every uh, head coach they've had come in recently. It's been you know two years if you can't get the job done, or three years if you can't get the job done. Yeah. We're moving on. You can't build a culture in two to three years. Well, here's the thing. Think about it. Coming into this year, he had it set. If the defense would just have played not even... If we're talking about the defense right now, and and say it didn't even... It, it played up to where we thought it was. Not over the line. Not super extraordinary. But mm-hmm. it was that defense that we thought it was. Not only shutting down the pass, but getting pressure. Maybe, you know, the reason that they don't... The, the rush and they give up all the rushing yards and stuff. That totally culture... Re- Deculturalizes what we were promised or what we were told yeah. or what we believe going into the season, right? Mm-hmm. So, so there's the hey, the, the I, I, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a chocolate pie and or a chocolate cake, and then you come over and you're like, it's vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I whatever, <laughs> I cooked you a cake. It's a cake. It does no, no, because if you stick, that's the thing I'm with the wings. Now. When you ask the wings mm-hmm. about the wings, they're entertaining to watch. Yeah, they're frustrating to watch, but you see, there's flashes, and you see, oh, okay, this player, yeah, he, but it's growing. With the Lions, you feel like you like everything else. We've always been lied to. Just mm-hmm. be honest. <laughs> and and with the Lions, it's honesty. If if I'm going to tell anybody here. The the greatest about coaching, mm-hmm. about playing, it's just be transparent and honest with what. It's like, tell me no, but explain to me why. Because mm-hmm. then I don't feel like you're just, you're dominating and you're being a power play on mm-hmm. me or something. But you're saying, you know, it's one thing like this. I'll give you an example. In the band, we're going to do these three songs. Mm-hmm. And I say, no, let's do three, two, one, right? But I say, because if I sing them in this order, by the time I get to the third one, my voice is so much better. Right. My guys are like, oh, that makes sense. Instead of saying, no, let's do it the other way. Which, that's what I'm hearing out of the lions. Out of the, out of the wings, I hear an explanation. No, but this is why. Mm-hmm. Boom, but this is why. Well, how about you know? Pistons then? Where are they going? I uh, <laughs> uh, dude, I don't. I'm, they're, I'm not. Where are they going? Uh, they're win, they win. They're winning. They're winning some games. They're competing. You they're, know, they're going to the athletic training room and figuring out why so many of their players keep getting injured. Yeah, that that's my thing. Is it's never a good sign when you already now have four guys that have to be out a week to a month. What are these guys doing in the offseason to stay in shape? Are they doing the correct, um, you know, are they doing proper uh, routines in the offseason? Well, you don't have Artie, it, it, they don't have Artie Kander anymore. Remember yeah. Artie Kander, the trainer? He was yeah. the guy. Well, that, and, and that's the whole thing is, and, and you don't, those are things that you don't, you know, know behind the scenes, which is yeah, a as, huge, as a humongous no part. Mike you know, Abdenauer. Hey, here, here's, yeah, <laughs> here, here's uh, the one which goes back to it, and, and I'll address this because. Um, we were talking a little bit about it, but at, from an athlete's point of view, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers came out when they stunk the bed against San Diego, but they mm-hmm. and he pretty much said, "Well, guys, we were out on Friday, or and you know, I didn't take care of themselves." Yeah, and it makes sense because there's a 48-hour rule. If you're gonna go out and allegedly, let's just say, 
for argument's sake, that nice maybe back time. in the day out west or something you got in, you're going to go hard the night before and play guilty the next night because your body can handle okay it then. psychologically. Yeah. It's the next day. It's mm-hmm. the two days after that. Your body catches up. Your mind will be back, yeah. but yeah. your body's not back. That's the whole correlation. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with these Thursday night games. That's why they complain they can't get ready. Until oh, I, I believe it, yeah. dude. Uh, yes, I love the Thursday night game as I a do fan. Too. Oh, I mm-hmm. do too. I want the more football you give me, the more NFL you give me. I'm happy. They, they could play it five days a week. I know. As far as I'm concerned, I know. I love it. I know. So, but that's the, that's where we're that's, at. And, the, and, and you know what? That's the question too. Where it comes down to, and that's the organization. Like, what is the culture there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, because I know, like in the Red Wings, like it is so red. They got every. It's not because. It, in the Red Wing organization, you are afforded every opportunity to succeed, whether it's equipment, whether it's trainers, whether it's nutrition, diet, whatever, dude. You just got to show up. And it's and it's also important to know that the players have to take advantage of it. Yes. It's, it's not going to be like, you know, handed to you. Like no. They're going to go through it with you step by step if you don't want it. But then here's, the, here's why it's important is that, and you talk about clicks or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't use that in a bad way because you're going to find your guys around the room. Like me, I needed to follow drapes. <laughs> I just follow drapes and Stevie around mm-hmm. because I knew that if I did what they're doing or yeah. listened to them and did it, yeah. be good. then I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's all it takes. You don't need to know. You just got to get in the vortex. And that's why the leadership in different ways in different locker rooms. You didn't follow Shani around? Yeah, I followed Shani around the ice. That's dude, we, me and Marty would work with him after on the ice after. And I would Shani, Shani, dude, Shani had his own program, but <laughs> Shani be more worried about you know one time and pucks, and that's what we work on stuff more on the ice than it would be on the ice. Just you know, former devil on spots. Yeah, of course, that's why. He's, <laughs> is that why he's great? No, I just liked him. He's a fan diggity. <laughs> I dug him. I, I, I died Dougie, Dougie Brown. Dougie Brown. Buggy down, Dougie Brown. How about him? Did That's he fall, the fifth did he, Russian. Did he fall into That's the sixth Russian. Did, was he? Yeah, Brownoff. <laughs> That's Brownoff. See, people don't, That's see, awesome. That, people don't understand that that how important he was in the because you gotta understand, he was in Jersey with Slava. Slava and him are godfathers of their kids. They're tight. You know, so coming over here. How and smart. Scotty knows how that smart. stuff. How smart. How smart. The professor. Oh, did, did, they should have called him Google. I think he got ripped before Google because I used to, <laughs> dude, Iggy was the best because somebody say something and I'd say, oh, and they say, well, that's not right. Where'd you hear that? I go, Iggy told me. It didn't have to be true. That's awesome. It is. But, uh, the, I learned, Maz, it's the things that I learned about the world and history. And, and I actually, end of uh, the day, I'm Thanksgiving, I'm flying to Israel oh, wow. for taking the Russian uh, five premier over there playing oh. that so I get to go over to the Holy Land and where wow. I'm at spiritually right now bro I'm so jacked how awesome it's gonna be it's, awesome it's a great country yeah no and, and you just, taking Cheryl no she uh, she won't do the flight bro she won't no Aaron's going with me how long's the flight thir- thir- anywhere between 13 to 14 hours take Ethan re- he can show you around it really That's depends on uh, on <laughs> how the wind is you know if you're going with or against it my, my trip there was about 11 hours to go there to come back, it was about 14. Yeah. Wow. Now, how's the weather at this time of the year there? So, I went in December when I went, and okay. it was anywhere between 50 to 70 degrees. Okay, so it's nice. But Perfect. It, it's, yeah, it's, unless wow. it's raining, when it rains, it, I don't know, it gets really, really damp and cold. The Israeli babes and, are the uh, hottest, you know. 
I uh, <laughs> I do. I've I've seen that. No, they are. And then, and then you know what? They're even hotter when they're walking around bathing suits That's and, and no and, and rocket launchers. Oh my god! <laughs> the ones the ones walking around with with the rocket launchers are even hotter. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm excited, and dude, we'll talk before that. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, he'll definitely tell you the hot spots mm-hmm. to go to. Well, I, I'm just excited the whole mm-hmm. thing. Just the, yep. the experience. That's awesome, man. Dead Sea, floating the Dead Sea. By the way, Pistons yep. at the Pacers tonight. Just to bring you up to date, Pistons have beaten Indianapolis twice this year already. So tonight, as a betting man, I would say take the Pacers at home. I like to see, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I like to look down there. Andre Drummond leading the league in rebounds, eighteen point six. He's a stud. He's supposed to be. He'll be know. he'll be more of a stud when he learns how to shoot a mid range jump shot. The NBA, and we've talked about this, the NBA has gotten away from the typical, you know, old fashioned center. He needs to adapt. Well, that's because of the three point. It's look. I, the I, NHL I went they from up with a four point. The six <laughs> four guy could play anywhere. The size mm-hmm. turned into the speed in hockey, right? The three point shooter turned into the big centerman. Yeah. I mean, it's just the progression of the the progression of the sport. Thanks, Steph Curry, for that. Hey, before we get out of here, we got a few minutes yet. But this week in sports history, I got well, to uh, my you know it's my you. favorite. I know. Now it takes you back to November sixth of ninety five. That's when Art Modell officially announced that the Cleveland Browns were leaving town and going to Baltimore. Oh, was that? What a disaster. Wow. PR. And, and, and that was. But the whole thing is that, um, you know, to, to end up the way that he did it, he just, what, loaded up trucks and moved it out of there? No. That was, uh, that was when the Colts left Baltimore. Oh, that was. Okay. That was when the Colts left Baltimore for Indy. This was, they okay, actually said, I, Cleveland was going to mm-hmm. leave and go to Baltimore. Art Roldell got a sweetheart of a deal. They were playing in you know, the Mistake by the Lake Municipal Stadium, and they weren't getting any money for a new stadium. They were giving him a hard time, and he just decided to, to go to Baltimore. So Baltimore lost the Colts years before that to Indy, and now Art Modell takes his Browns and goes to Baltimore, and they become the Ravens. Dark day. So Cleveland technically, history. technically, yeah. Cleveland has won. Yes, twice. Twice. Yes. <laughs> right. To me, because they, yeah. they no, no. Ravens. I mean, let's go, Maz. Yeah, that's Maz and Mac Math right it is. there. That's, mm-hmm. I've always said that. So, so when they so say the really, Lions, the Lions suck. The Lions are the only <laughs> suck original, even more. They're the only original team to not make a Super Bowl, let alone win one. They're the only original team. Mm-hmm. All we have left are expansion teams. Yep. Houston. That's a great Over way. Over the top of my head, Jacksonville. That's a great way. Cleveland to leave a, mm-hmm. to leave people uh, on this day to know that hey, just win, baby. We're gonna take exactly. the Raiders. Just win on Sunday and November seventh of ninety one. I bet you everyone remembers where they were when they heard Magic Johnson retire from the NBA and said that he attained the HIV virus. He attained it. Do you remember that day? Magic. Not really, but the fact he's still around, he's doing okay. pretty well now. No. Yeah, owns the Dodgers, owns Magic Theaters. He's got his hands in everything. By the way, Billy Joel coming to Comerica Park, July the tenth. First time he's been in town since the four- 2014. First time he's been at a stadium here since back in '94 when he toured the Silverdome with Elton John. That should be a good one. I want to thank everyone here: Angel, Stephen, Kelsey, and Cole behind the glass. My man, Ethan Perlman, thank you. Have a great weekend, buddy. Thank you. And my man, Darren McCarty. Darren, have a great weekend. All right, Matt. I'll see you tomorrow at Civic Arena, noon. 
You got it. For the it. alumni game. You got it. Let's go. Peace out, bro. Peace out, Maz. All right. This is the wrap with Maz. We'll see you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Lions. Go Lions. <laughs>